you're listening to the Tech Made Simple podcast, episode number 16. Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra. And welcome to another episode of the Tech Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Guerra. Today's topic, I want to cover something that has been on my mind lately. In today's world, we have so many ways to communicate with our family, friends, or even coworkers that I tend to feel lost when it comes to what type of communication should I use to connect with someone. I remember, and I might be dating myself here, When you are only able to make a phone call, write a letter, or potentially send a facsimile, or a fax for some of you may know it as, there was a sense of ethics that you would follow when it came to picking which type of communication that you used. As I was doing my research on this topic, I realized that so much technology has now become more widely available to us over the past few decades. It's kind of hard for me to believe that almost 40 years ago, that's in the 80s, pagers or beepers were starting to be a more commonly used communication method. I recall that doctors or service industry workers would use that type of communication method as their only real way to be connected with their office staff. If they got a page, then they would need to use a landline phone to call into the office with the number provided. In the late 80s, but early 90s, there was also the time when mobile phones started to gain momentum in the market, but were only used by people who could really afford them. They were so expensive to own, mainly because they didn't have the technology or structure we have in place today for our mobile phones. It wasn't until the mid to late 90s that SMS or short message service started to become available. However, didn't become widely available on a cell phone until 2010. For those of you that are not familiar with the acronym SMS, this is what we consider today as texting. MMS or multimedia message service came a few years later, and this is using the texting communication, but with pictures, videos, or sound content. We typically use this type of texting when we use emojis or videos to communicate via texting. Today, I want to share with you the different types of communication method options that we have available to us today and define what method you might want to use when communicating. I think nowadays most people have their preferred method of communicating, but I want to take a deeper dive into what all the methods are and when they might be appropriate for you to use. Remember, I came from a generation that didn't have all those types of communication. There was an unwritten ethical way for people to communicate with each other. And I want to bring that sort of wisdom that was once a great way to communicate back to light in this episode. So in the beginning, God made light. (laughs) Okay, maybe I won't go that far back in time, But as I was doing my research, I started to feel like it was that far back in time. Phone conversations were the best way to communicate with people. 
Long distance calls from a relative or coworker that was around the globe was always a great experience. You could hear the tone in their voice so that there was not much room for something to be miscommunicated. You could hear each other laugh out loud or hear the tears of joy or sorrow from them. Most people have now done away with landline home phones. Since smartphones have become a way of life for our culture, you hardly ever hear of someone giving their home phone number to you. Today, people don't have phone conversations unless they have to. Although in my humble opinion, I think it's really should be more widely used still when you are connecting with others. Too much is miscommunicated when you are unable to connect with someone on a phone call. Most millennials I know, and I'm not stereotyping them, I'm only mentioning the ones that I have been around. Don't use this method of communication. Why? Because they didn't grow up with the phone conversation. Typically, if you don't grow up with something, then you are, you were not introduced to, then you are more likely won't use it. So when should you consider this method of communication? Here are some rules that I typically follow for this particular method of communication. If you have to write more than two short paragraphs containing like two to three lines for each in an email to explain yourself, set up a time to speak in person or pick up a phone to discuss. You will find that will get your point across better and quicker. If you need to swap feedback, speak in person or pick up the phone and call. Email isn't ideal for back and forth dialogue. It's meant more for information sharing. If the topic is sensitive, you're offering negative feedback or discussion on a complex topic, speak in person or pick up the phone and call. For sure, you don't want your conversation to be misunderstood. The great thing about our technology today, long distance charges don't really count much anymore since our smartphones are able to call different area codes within the U.S. However, calling different countries may not be free for long distance charges. You'll have to check with your service provider for your plan and what numbers you can call. Another method of communication that is similar to phone conversations is video calling. This gives you a window into a person's world through the device that you use to connect. I used video calling when I was in my corporate job. It was a great way to connect with my coworkers that were not in the office or around the, they were around the globe. You would get to see their expressions and it was like they were in the room with you. They would also be able to see your presentation or show them something. When my husband had to take a field job that was in another city where he couldn't just do a daily commute, we used video calling as our communication method to connect with each other at night. Yeah, it's not the same as being there in person, but you at least got to see them and have a conversation. There are many different apps today that you can use to do video calling. Most typically don't cost you anything to use it if you connect to the Wi-Fi connection. Some of these technologies would include FaceTime, Skype, or Google Hangouts. Facebook came out with their own technology to connect with people in their app or their new portal device. Again, this was not something that I had grown up with, but it definitely is a great tool to connect with someone.
The next method of communication is emailing. I use this method to connect with almost everyone I know. Email is such a great tool for communication when it comes to sending a quick or long message to someone that you need to connect with. Email is actually defined as electronic mail. This was meant to take the place of the letter writing that was once an option. You don't have to write something and then send it through snail mail or the U.S. Postal Service anymore. Email is not always the best method of communicating, though. If you are trying to explain yourself and you just can't find the written words or that image that explains yourself best, then you might need to pick another method of communication, such as a phone conversation. For example, I might get an email from a client that tells me that they are having an issue with accessing something. It might actually be like two sentences that basically state, hey, can you help me with working on this tool? I don't have a lot to go on unless I know what tool they were referring to or what sort of issue they are having when accessing that specific tool. See, totally miscommunicated there in the email. A quick phone call might have been a better way for me not to have multiple emails going back and forth just to explain the issue. In today's world, we are inundated with lots of emails from stores selling us something to newsletters that we signed up to subscribe to. Emails are such a great communication method to share stories or timely information with someone. But if you need to really have a deep conversation with someone or explain the issue you may have with a tool you are trying to access, then you might want to pick up the phone and make that call. The next method of communication that I want to mention is texting. This communication method has become, in my opinion, the most overused method in our culture today. My generation didn't grow up on this method of communication. It o- it's only been in the past five years that my parents have started to use this method with me, but they understand that this method is for quick messages. I used to have a girlfriend that would only have a conversation through text messaging. No, she was not a millennial. She was actually a little older than myself. She just became more comfortable with sending little messages out to people she knew rather than actually having a phone conversation. Needless to say, I don't really have that relationship with her anymore because her text messages became too long and the tone of what was stated didn't seem to be super clear on what point she was trying to make. As I mentioned before, SMS or short message service is exactly that, a short message that you send to someone, not a novel or multiple series of messages that someone has to read multiple times to decode what is trying to be communicated. You should consider using this method of communication when you need to send a quick, short message to someone. Using a text to send a simple reminder to is always great. Again, you want to keep this type of communication brief and concise so that there is no misunderstanding when you send it. This method of communication is so misused that it frustrates me sometimes. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox now. Maybe the next time you think about sending a text message, you will consider this ethical way of thinking for this communication method. 
So on to my last method of communication, which is the use of collaboration tools. What exactly is a collaboration tool? A collaboration tool is basically technology that you use when working with someone to produce or create something. This is more of a business type communication method. There are several types of technology tools that fall under this method. Some of you might be very familiar with them. Social media platforms like Facebook and LinkedIn have direct messaging to people you can connect with. You can certainly post something within the app that gets shared with all of your connections, or you can send a private direct message to people that you are connected with as well. Typically you send private messages using this platform so that you can communicate with people that you don't have a phone or an email address for. Another type of collaboration tool is a project management platform. Some examples of project management platform tools are Trello, Asana, or Slack. These are platform centric tools to communicate with your team, coworkers, or even customers. I use Trello in my own business to communicate with my content developer. We tend to work at different times and days, but we are able to communicate our questions or information about the project in one place. It keeps our email inbox clean from lots of back and forth emails that might get lost, especially when it comes to the topic within the project. Collaboration tools don't always have to be a specific app. They can be technology that is within a platform like Google's G Suite. G Suite is a Google's business version of what you might know today as your personal Gmail account. This platform is really meant to be used as a place to collaborate with teams and others. When I am working on a project that is centered around documentation, then I use Google Docs as my collaboration tool of choice. Google created their platform to be collaborative, so you will have not have to send numerous emails with questions or comments about the work. All of Google's apps are built to allow you to be more collaborative with all of your work. That is why I really enjoy using it in my business. All right, I have mentioned a lot in today's topic, so I wanna do a quick recap. There are many different ways for you to communicate with people. Historically, I wasn't brought up with what is available to us today, but I think we should have a sense of clarity on what option we should use when we want to communicate with others. Phone and video conversations are certainly more of a clear way of communicating. However, it's not always available, meaning you might have to schedule some time to have that phone or video conversation with someone. But ultimately, your message doesn't get miscommunicated or misunderstood. Emailing was ultimately the replacement of having to send a letter by Pigeon or the U.S. Postal Service. Someone can get your information instantly. However, this is not always the best way to communicate with others, because sometimes we don't know what to write as a response or explanation. Pictures and words don't always represent our message clearly. Then I mentioned texting as an option. Use this option sparingly and only when you need to make brief, concise messages that won't get misunderstood. This is not the best way to pour out your feelings to someone. 
And the last method was collaboration tools. These are platform tools that allow you to keep all of your communication within the application, thus allowing you to find what you need to continue your work without having to search all over to find it. Technology tools like these were created to connect teams so that all the information is centralized. As I mentioned before, I use G Suite in my business. If you don't already have a platform yet in, for your business, you should consider making a change. Of course, this would require that you have a domain for your business, but it is easy to set up. They do offer a 14-day trial, so you are not locked in when you sign up. I can also offer a 20% discount for your first entire year. I'll leave a link in the show notes for this. There are two things that I want to mention before I go. First, if you haven't already joined my LinkedIn group for this podcast, please do so today. I need your questions and ideas for topics on this show. If I don't have input from you, then how can I help you? I will leave a link in the show notes for you to join that group. Secondly, if you found today's show helpful or informative, share it with a friend or leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast. I can't be successful unless I am helping you to be successful. Until next week, thanks for listening.